Welcome to the Variety Hour on AM 990, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, I own the club. I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money on AM 990. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, good morning and welcome to Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mac Cheekins. And we've got a program and a half designed for you today. It's one of those that we're going to dive into some subjects that are important to you, our listener, because you have continued to ask questions about Roth IRAs and the traditional IRA and about your 401k rollover. So coming up in the first half of the program is Damon Davis. He's going to kind of give us the the do's and don'ts on IRAs. What is a traditional IRA? What is a Roth IRA? What's the difference between the two? What are some of the tax benefits? And uh, I think it's going to be one of those programs that if you stay tuned with us, you're going to learn a lot, and it'll always be a program that you can remember. And any time you're listening to a program and you can't finish it with us, listen, just all you have to do is uh, like us on Facebook or in, find us at iTunes, and you can search uh, Shoemaker Financial in this program. It'll be up in a couple of days, and uh, just uh, listen to the rest of it. So that's simple. Just find us at iTunes and search uh, Shoemaker Financial, and you can do that. Also, in the second half of the program, you, we've had a lot of questions about people in this career, Mac, and that's uh, why get into the financial industry. Uh, it is one of the fastest growing industries. It's one of the dynamic industry as far as the financial service industry for the next 10 years and definitely in the next five years. So we've got some guests that's going to talk about that. Absolutely. We've got uh, Haley Kemp, our recruiter at uh, Shoemaker, and also Jonathan McAllister, one of our newer advisors in the office, is going to be talking about the, the ways to get into the career yeah, and, why? and, and the, what it's about. Yeah, the the, the, the simplest of it, you know, and the fact that it's also a tough career, and uh, but very, very rewarding. You have, a, you have a saying, it's a tough job, but a great career. Absolutely. It's a horrible job, <laughs> but a great career. <laughs> All right. If you just tuned in, this is Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Mac, there's some statistics that are out. You know, I just noticed the other day, Alan Greenspan had a birthday a couple of weeks ago. I bet you didn't know that he was a, an accomplished clarinet player. Probably. You are correct. I did not know that he <laughs> you played know, he the clarinet. He went to Juilliard School of Music, and uh, not very many people know that. This guy was a concert clarinetist and uh, been a tremendous guy. But there's some statistics about the market because we're celebrating six years since the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. March March celebrates the sixth year of the, the bottom out of the S&P 500. Uh, if you look back to when it closed in three nine and three of nine six seventy seven S and P five hundred. Well, that's a, I remember those days. I do. I do remember that <laughs> as I was looking at these statistics. I mean, it seems like yesterday, and yet it was six, oh, six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah. And if you look at the years, uh, the year after the bottom, which would have been two two thousand nine two thousand ten, the market gained seventy point nine percent. And then in years two, three, four, five, and six, it gained another hundred and three percent. So you talk about not timing the market, stay in the market. How easy would it have been? And if you look at again statistics, and they were running seventy percent of the people were bearish. Seventeen percent. Oh, seventy percent. Seventy percent were 70, bearish. Right. Mm-hmm. I often wonder how many of those seventy 
failed to get back in the market oh, yeah. in 2010, 11, 12, and so on, and thus lost an extremely lucrative time to be in the market. You know, and you think about that, that's some statistics we've got from the American Association of Individual Investors, and that was the highest record ever, the bearish of Forrest, that we've ever seen as a study, that those 70 people going into a bearish mode. Of course, you know, when you read it and think about it, if you look at John Authors, he's one of those guys, the journalist, and when we talk about the, the media and how they tell us things, he says the morning after the closing of the bear market, and uh, it was at 677 on Monday, 3-9, uh, he says, he, let me let me quote this for you. Perhaps the greatest reason for hope, <laughs> I loved it, for hope, and that's the U.S. markets, what he's talking about, at present is that almost all hope seems to be have been lost. And, of course, at that time, he's writing for the about the S&P 500 falling 57% and uh, over the previous 17 months. And then you just gave us statistics about what happened after that. So. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's amazing. All hope was lost. And then and then you see the, the turnaround as, as well, the, the market is done. It's a capitulation mindset. It's like give up, throw it all in the towel. People sell low, and then it turns around and takes off. Uh, and now you start trying to, to buy. Of course, by that time, you're behind the eight ball. You've missed a couple of great big days. And as we know, in our business, missing those big days is uh, always devastation to a portfolio. Absolutely. That's the that's the difference in small earnings and big earnings. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. Well, if you just tuned in, I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mac Jenkins. You're listening to Talk Money on KWAM 990. You can like us on Facebook, or as I said earlier, you can find us at iTunes. Search for Shoemaker Financial if you want to listen to any past program we've got or program that we will be having in the future. Feel free to do that. We've got a lot in store for you. Damon Davis will be with us. He's talking, talking about the difference between IRAs, traditional IRAs, and Roth IRAs. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. It's uh, Jim Shoemaker and Mac Jenkins. This is KWAM 990. It's Talk Money on a Friday morning. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Contact Haley Kemp at 901-757-5757 or email at hkemp at shoemakerfinancial.com. Good morning again. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money on KWAM. I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mac Jenkins, and we're talking with Damon Davis, one of the advisors in our office, one of our very successful young advisors, and doing a great job. And he is talking about the basic differences between traditional and Roth IRAs. And it's a question that we get a lot of time, a lot of during this time of the year, Mac. People are always saying, What should I do? Should I do both? Should I do one or the other? And it's and the big question is a lot of people get this for 401k rollover that somebody's telling them they have to put it into an IRA and uh, we're going to share with some people that you don't have to do that and it might sometimes be better that you don't so absolutely Damon's got some great information for us today looking forward to it let's start with that Damon I'm, I'm interested in knowing uh, what is the basic difference for our listening audience the basic difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA sure uh, Jim a traditional IRA uh, is is for 
obviously individual retirement accounts and a traditional IRA allows you to invest into a retirement account where you get tax deductions for contributions and the money uh, is tax deferred throughout uh, your, your lifetime until you take withdrawals. A Roth IRA, on the other hand, does not give you any tax deductions for contributions, but it does give you uh, tax-advantaged uh, growth and, in, and income throughout your retirement. So when you say tax-advantaged growth, do you mean, I mean, the, the, the growth inside the Roth is not taxed? That is correct. Is it ever taxed? No, it is never taxed. So you avoid taxation on that growth totally. Uh, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. I mean, Absolutely, especially for younger age people. Yeah, for so, sure. All right, I get this question a lot, Damon, and this is kind of one of those questions where uh, I'm hoping we're always thinking for the the best of, for our client because uh, I know some clients uh, come to us and say, hey, my so-and-so told me to do this or whatever, and I and I think we need to be careful um, I've got a 401k. Let's just say that, you know, here's the client, the person listening right now said, well, I've got a 401k, but I'm going from employer A to employer B. And over the period of time of working 10 years with employer A, I built up $100,000. And so now I want to transfer over, I mean, you know, do something with my 401k. And uh, do I go to a traditional or a Roth? That's kind of the first question. Right. And I, you know, but the reality is, should I go and why shouldn't I go? Okay. Yeah, Jim, we, we see this a lot, and especially nowadays, is it, like you said, it is a it is a huge ordeal. Uh, one of the one of the major uh, issues that we we look at when people are discussing to transfer their four hundred one k to a traditional or a Roth IRA is if you're in a four hundred one k and you're moving uh, companies, you do lose a little a bit of control of the four hundred one k moving to a traditional IRA. One of the major situations that we look at is on a 401k, you can borrow from the 401k, okay? So if, if there was any uh, situations down the road, when you do a self-directed IRA, a traditional IRA, you cannot borrow from the IRA. So so if I take my 401k, let's make sure I, I got this. Mm-hmm. I take my 401k and, and I, you know, I'm told to call a certain advisor uh, at the at the, at the, at the with with the four hundred one k company, the one that's managing it, and he says I should roll it to an IRA. That may be the right thing to do, but it also may not be because you're saying if you move it to an IRA, you lose the ability to borrow the money which you have with the four hundred one k. That is correct. I think that's important for people to know, Mac. No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I think a lot of times you get into you're going to move the four hundred one k. And the logical thing is, I'll just move it to the IRA right. without understanding the because ramifications. Because sometimes it's told that, hey, you can now direct it. Correct. It's self-directed. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather manage the money or, or be in control of it without understanding all the ramifications? And I think that's a really big deal. And so the advisor, Damon, any of us, Jonathan, you, Mac, all of us that are advisors, our reality is we have to explain that to everybody. Am I correct? I mean, that's you have to use that discussion so that the client understands that it may not be the best. Uh, I'm afraid sometimes it might be the best for us, the advisor, because we actually take the assets over and we're managing them, but it may not be the best for the client. That is correct. I, I, I believe that every individual is different and, and every conversation with each client is different. Um, so what may be right for, for myself or Jonathan 
uh, is not right exactly for Mac or Jim. Right, to catch you. And Jim, once, that's one of those value propositions that we always work with clients on a lot. You know, we're a planning firm. Uh, on all of our pieces that we have give to clients, it says we are a financial planning firm. First and foremost, that conversation is really what is this money for? And then digging, ha- digging, having that deeper conversation with the client and making sure that what we're doing really is the correct decision for them. Well, I, you know, I appreciate you jumping in, Jonathan, but I didn't even introduce you. So Damon Davis and Jonathan McAllister from the office. Uh, uh, but that's great, Jonathan. You're right on part. The, the value proposition is what you're talking about. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, well, we take that for granted. Yeah, I think Jonathan mentioned a crit- critical part, and that was the planning mm. process. And, and you know, it's not about selling a product. It's about leading a client through a, through an overall planning process and helping them determine what's right for them. And for everybody, that's going to be a different scenario. So, so it's not a cookie-cutter approach. Well, it is a so very specialized process that we lead each client through. So it's taking the time with the client. There's no um, set answer. Correct. Damon, you mentioned earlier there's some tax consequences, and you talked about the 10% penalty. So make sure that everybody understands, if you move into a traditional IRA, what are you talking about when you say penalties? Yeah, Jim, what happens if when you move into a traditional IRA, uh, let's say uh, you, you have moved your money from 401k to a traditional IRA, at 59 and a half, you can take withdrawals on that money Penalty-free, but at ordinary income taxes. Mm. And what I mean about penalty-free is if you were at 58 years old and you were a traditional IRA and you were to withdraw some of the money out of a traditional IRA, you would not only incur ordinary income taxes, you would incur an extra 10% penalty. Okay, people need to keep that in mind. I know I would say that most of our listening audience knows that there's a penalty. Right. It's amazing that sometimes it's forgotten. Uh, or And they think, well, I can just roll this over. I've got plenty of time. I can take the money. Uh, I'm going to go over here and put it there. But I, I, don't, I can do it as long as I do it in the year. You actually have a, a time frame that you can do that without incurring the penalty, but you can't just wait a year. What's that time frame? The, the time frame uh... – you're moving from one to others. About sixty days. You got sixty days. That's correct. You go from when we're transferring from a four hundred one k to a traditional IRA. Yeah, you just can't let it dingle out there, right? Right. If we wait over sixty days, mm. then, then we are going to incur penalties. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people uh, kind of question us when we're doing the rollover: is what is that tax implication? I, I think our listening audience needs to be aware that uh, even though we're kind of skimming right across the thirty thousand foot surface. Uh, because I think that's appropriate for what we're doing here. Sure. If you're going to be in that environment where you either got a rollover or you've got to make some changes in an IRA, whether it's traditional or Roth, seek the professional help. Don't just say, I'm going to do this and then sure. wonder why. Because uh, if you do it and you do it wrong, it can be substantial. And, uh, you know, I've noticed that the IRS, at least in my lifetime, is not <laughs> too interested in, well, I didn't know or, well, I, you know, nobody told me or I was ignorant about this. They don't really, I'm not noticed that they are good with that, Mac. Yeah, I think you you get the same response. If (laughs) if you're speeding, you get pulled over and you said, you know, I didn't see the speed limit. I didn't see the sign. (laughs) He's not very interested in that. Neither is the IRS, by the way. They're going by the the law and what you're supposed to do. Are there any income limits, Damon, from from a guy making a you know an investment? I mean, if you go to move a traditional, well, what about that? Is there, can it, I do either way? There are income limits, and, and that's one thing that uh, that that people seem to forget about between the traditional and the Roth IRA. On a traditional IRA, uh, there are any anybody with earned income 
under 59 and a half can contribute to a traditional IRA. Okay. Earned income. Earned income. Got you. Okay. It has to be earned income under 59 and a half can contribute to a traditional IRA. All right. Uh, the 2014 and 2015 contribution limits okay. are $5,500 a year. Under 50 years old, if you're above 50, there's a $1,000 catch-up that okay. the IRS allows you to have. All right. Okay. Where a Roth IRA, uh, again, limits are 5500 for 2014 contribution year and 2015 contribution year with the same catch-up. But there are income limits on a Roth IRA. Income limits. There are. So the contributions are the same. The contributions are the same. Okay. One's tax deductible. One's not. That's correct. Both grow without paying taxes on the growth. That's correct. Okay. Eventually, you're going to pay taxes when you start taking the money out of the traditional, not pay taxes when you take the money out of the Roth. But it's already been taxed. That's correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. The advantage to the Roth is that the income that's built up is going to avoid taxation. That's correct. Okay, now let me make sure. What's the limits on the Roth? The limits on the Roth? Yeah. Can I just anybody put it a Roth in? Can I, anybody do a Roth? No. Okay, what's the no. limits? No. An individual uh, this year is uh, an individual. There's ranges, but the individual starts at $116,000. That's for single. That's for single. Okay. Okay. And a couple and filing jointly. Is $181,000. Okay. All right. That's this year, 2014. That is, that is tw- 2014. 2015? 2015 has has moved just a little bit. Uh, I believe it's 116. Is that what I understand? 116 for, for, for single. For single. Okay. And a 183, I believe for okay. for yeah uh, yeah 183 for the couple. Couple. So you can make too much money to to contribute con- to, but contribute not to a most Roth. Most of us that's listening yeah, is going to fall into this idea that you can do a Roth, absolutely. and it's a great savings tool. For somebody, and again, we tell everybody when you're planning for retirement that you need to be thinking about three ways to do that. Do it personally, and that can be your individual IRA or traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. That's one. Personal savings would be that would fall into that category. Okay, sure. 401k, which is a government, I mean, a, a employer-sponsored plan. That's the second, you know, leg to this three-legged stool. And the third is Social Security, which we talk about all the time with the program. Absolutely. I think the other thing that Damon mentioned was earned income yeah and that does make a difference versus passive income right, right. Uh, i have some clients that are receiving passive income mm-hmm. they wanted to contribute to a an ira right not eligible not eligible so i think that again going back to the planning process those are things that we find out and i just want to clarify real quick to to our listening audience also that again a traditional ira is anybody with earned income under 59 and a half right the roth ira does have limits on your income where a traditional ira does not it's not that's good point. Right. you know I, again i want to remind everybody that it's uh, not the fact that this is uh, simple stuff not really complicated but you need to get to seek the you know personal advice and uh, i want to encourage anybody listening damon does a great job jonathan does a great job you can reach both damon davis and jonathan mcgallister simply picking up the phone calling 901-757-5757 and ask for them uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, if you got questions, I mean, everybody can have questions. I mean, it's easy to get caught up in all this stuff and say, what do I do? These guys are good to ask. Yeah, it can be confusing. I think the other thing, it, it is that time of year. Yeah. You can still contribute for 2014. That's a good point. And that you need to, you need to have that, 
it's a defining difference whether it's 2014 or 2015 now, but we are certainly into tax time. Well, ex- yeah, no kidding. I've got some stuff on my desk that i got to get back to and answer a couple of questions for some clients. If you just tuned in, I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mike uh, Jenkins, and we're talking with uh, Damon Davis and Jonathan McAllister. McAllister. We're talking about uh, the difference between a traditional and a Roth IRA. And if you like this program and you want to listen to it again, I'll just simply go to iTunes. And like, you know, just click in Shoemaker Financial. This program will be up in a couple of days, and uh, feel free to do that or like us on Facebook. Uh, we appreciate you doing that. And if you ever got a question, just send us a question at the office, call the office, and say, hey, I'd like to get an answer about this, and we'll be glad to do that. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. It's Friday morning. We've got coming up Charles Osgood and the Osgood File. We'll be back with one of the ladies that dresses up this studio big time today, Haley Kip. We're going to be talking about the career. The career financial advisor, being one of those guys that you're spending the time with clients and helping them. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money on KWAM 990. And if you like this program, like us on Facebook, or you can find us at iTunes. Search for Shoemaker Financial. Uh, lots of things going on there. We've got a lot of programs on the uh, that you can listen to with your iPod or Tune, tune back in, listen to a program that you may have missed, or even this one, you can pick it up later. You've, we're listening to talking with Mac Jenkins, of course, here is with me today as co-host, and then Haley Kemp and uh, Jonathan McAllister, Damon Davis, they're all in the studio, and we've been talking about traditional IRAs and, and Roth IRAs, but we're now going to talk about a subject that is very dear to my heart, and that is finding a person that fits into this career. It's not for everybody, Mac. Correct. You're... But it can be a career that I, have, of course, have spent uh, 40 years doing that I can tell you I'm as excited about the career today as I was as a 23-year-old coming out of college. Uh, it is, um, I mean, it's a career that uh, has met a lot of my dreams and my desires and, you know, keeps me moving. And uh, I'm as energetic. You know, I just said 40 years. That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, but you mentioned something that we actually have in common. Not 40 years, by the way. But close. But but uh, <laughs> we came into the industry at 23, 23 years old. 23 years old, yeah. This is my 23rd. I'll be 46, 46 this year. So. Yeah. And it's a good career. Phenomenal career. You know, with three Bad things, job. We three, do what? Bad job. <laughs> That's great, great. Great career. Great career. The thing about it is we've talked about there's three things, and you know, you and I have talked about this at length, three things that are important. First of all, it pays you what you're worth. I mean, you know, I can remember I wasn't worth much. <laughs> and, I mean, sometimes you're working a lot harder than you're getting paid. I mean, you do. The first couple of years, you put a ton of energy into the into the business, but you may not get paid as much as you think you're worth. Yeah, and that's, that's really where I come up with the bad job because yeah. you have to put time, energy, and effort into growing a practice. Uh, and it, and it, it, you know, if you look at other careers – I don't know why ours would be any different. If you look at medical school, look yeah. at the hours they put sure. in law yeah. school, any any professional career that you're going to get into, it requires more time in the beginning to get yourself up and running. That's no question. A lot of education. You have to be Absolutely. a good student. I guess the second thing that I've always liked about it, I never get bored. No, it's a it's a challenge. I mean, it's every day. Every time somebody walks into my office, a client, I'm working with that client, 
Uh, it's a challenge because there's always that unique. And Jonathan said it earlier. You know, it's not what the value proposition is. We take everybody. Every client is an individual. There's no such thing as a cookie-cutter plan. There's no such thing as a cookie-cutter decision. You spend time with a client. You find out what they're trying to accomplish. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's a challenge every day. Absolutely. I think that the big thing, in 23 years, I've never met two clients that had the same identical goals and dreams right. about what they wanted to do financial. That's the challenge for us. We get to work with different people every day, different age, different age segments, different economic segments of the population. It's a phenomenal career. Third thing, I like it because you can leave a legacy. You get to spend a lot of time helping people uh, through some sometimes toughest time. I have buried the mom, the dad. I've buried the children. I have uh, sent kids to college, paid for the college when one of those parents may have passed away. I've uh, bought ho- second homes. I've been able to provide vacations, nursing homes now, and uh, taking care of uh, both the parents and the young children for families. Uh, it's You know, you're involved. Your clients become your friends. Absolutely. I think one of the things that it's that is new for me, uh, is that I'm beginning to work with some children of clients. Yeah, that just means I'm I'm old, <laughs> by the way. Uh, but that's that's a that's a pretty cool deal too. You get, begin to work with that next generation, next generation uh, again, and, and help them create their roadmap of yeah. what they're trying to get done. Well, obviously, you and I can talk about this career Absolutely. long, but I really want to talk to the lady who does a phenomenal job talking about the career, Haley Kemp. She is our senior recruiter in Memphis and works uh, with a lot of people that we interview. Uh, now, Haley, I guess let me ask you this: you you do reviewing of a lot of people just on an average would you say how many people would you talk to a week about this career Jim I spend a lot of my week talking yeah. to people about this career and I would say I talk to at least 50 or 60 50, different 60 people. people a week because I know you're constantly involving you know talking to people and you're looking for that rare special I want to tell you this lady and I'd say it to the public today you do a wonderful job you're, you're energetic thank you I appreciate your smile and uh, so what is a career I mean as a personal advisor what do you say to him what's it like what do you say it's not one of those eight to five jobs that uh, a lot of people are not looking for these days. Uh, you put a lot of time and effort into growing your practice at first. Uh, you have to be a people person. That's mm. that's the key is you have to love to talk to people. So when you say talk to people, explain that to me. You mean meeting people? I mean, is that just uh, – uh, I mean, some people I know that are, are highly verbal. I mean, they're, they're that uh, – can talk a lot, but that doesn't always mean – that's not what you're always looking for, is it? You have to have people skills. So okay. you're you're going to be talking one-on-one with your clients and discussing what they actually want to do with their money. And you have to be very personable. Hmm. You know, have, Mac, you have Jonathan McAllister sitting to your right. Does he fit that criteria of being that type of a person? Does does he do that and put you on the spot? If, if he doesn't like your answer now, he might smack yeah, you. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, what do you think? I mean, yeah. I look at Jonathan as a, as a guy. I mean, what do you think? You know, I, I think, and Jonathan does a great job. So does Damon. I think one of the things that, that we talk about a lot is competent communicator. Mm. It's not about your ability to talk. Oh, it's point. about your ability to communicate. And a huge part of our job is listening. And I think Jonathan does a phenomenal job on the listening side. Yeah, he and Damon both. I mean, that is part of what I guess when Haley's looking for someone, she's really saying, I need a communicator, people person, and a people person does have to be able to listen. Absolutely. Again, again, one mouth, two ears. Yeah. Very, very important in our business because it's not what you're trying to do for the client. It's, try, it's what you're trying to help them do, yeah. accomplish their goals, not your goals. 
Well, that is that is absolutely critical. It's their goals, not our goals. Career stability, Haley. I mean, I know a lot of people looking today for careers or looking for that career that they say, hey, I, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. I want to do it. I mean, I've done it for my entire career. This is all I've ever done. Mac, same way. Uh, is this a career that a person can get into today and say this can be a long career? No, Jim, they, nothing is absolute. Right. You get into any type of career and nothing's absolute. So as a career, as a financial advisor, it's very stable. They work with their clients one-on-one through poor economic environments and really good environmental. So so when you say that, I mean, I, there's the ups and downs. But tell me about the stability as far as uh, can I get fired? Absolutely, you can get. I'll answer that one. I didn't want to answer that. <laughs> I like that. You know, she goes, "Wait a minute, I don't know." But do we way to go back? Well, I mean, I mean, you know. But here's the point. Here's the point. Do you see our career? I mean, getting downsized. I mean, how many people do you know? I'm thinking of that person that's in their fifties now, and all of a sudden they get up one morning and they go in and they take their key to unlock their door. I mean, I'm thinking of a person right now that could be listening to the program that did exactly what I'm going to say. He took his key, went to open his door, and uh, his secretary said, I'm sorry, it's not there. You can't open your door anymore. Here's your stuff that was in your office. And yeah. it's, it's just a downsizing. No, the the one thing that in, – in, when we talk about stability in our career, I think it applies in, in a couple of ways. Number one – you're not going to, and I, and I, at least with Shoemaker Financial, you're not going to be asked to move. Hey, guess what? You've been you're doing a great job, or you're not doing so good a job. We're going to move you to Oregon. Yeah, nothing wrong with Oregon, by the way, for any Oregon listeners out there. But it's not a, it's not you're going to get transferred. The other thing is, you're not going to get downsized mm-hmm. if you're doing your job. When I said you could be fired, I mean there there are some obvious reasons that, uh, sure, that they, we won't get into. Right. Uh, but if you're most doing, of those are all compliance issues. Absolutely, those are compliance <laughs> issues. But if you're doing your job, you come in each and every day. You're working with your clients. No, nobody is going to come up to you and say, "Hey, your time is up." Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing it with a moral and you're trustworthy, ethical. ethical uh, that's the critical part, I guess. What what one thing? And it, you know, I, I I'm thinking in my mind. You know, you said a people person, but what one thing are you really trying to find with a, with a person, Haley? What is what is that one thing? The main thing that I look for in our candidates is self motivation and goal orientation. Those are the two key things I think that you need in order to be successful. In you got to punch your own button. Yes, yeah. you're not going to have someone coming into your office every day saying, "Hey, how many meetings do you have? Right. What are your sales?" You are going to have your managing director or managing partner do that, but you've got to get out of bed early in the morning, stay late at night, whatever you have to do in order to grow your practice, especially the first few years. Well, when we come back, I want to, uh, I know this, we talk about stability. I want to find out there's a data from usnews.com that, that you've got, Haley, and I want to find out because it really talks a little bit about one of the, the fastest growing careers out there today, and I want you to tell us more about that. If you just tuned in, I'm talking with Haley Kemp, who is our Director of Recruiting in Memphis, does a wonderful job for us and works with a network of people in all of our offices throughout the southeast and uh, you know we're talking about career change and we're talking about are you in a position where you're looking and saying hey maybe i had a text yesterday mac literally i just uh, gonna i was about to go to the break but i got a text yesterday where a guy sent me said please pray for me i'm working in a career that i'm now i've got the worst boss i've been working for him for 25 years it is unbearable and i mean that can happen and uh you know in, in, in our environment this guy is now looking and saying, you know, I'm at that point in my life where I've got to maybe change careers. 
and it's tough. Yeah, culture culture change is another reason that that we talk with, and Haley does a great job. But culture change in industries, not hey, I love what I'm doing, and all of a sudden a, a new boss rolls in, and you're in trouble. The entire culture of the organization can change. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, we're going to come back in just a second. It's time for us to go to the Mid South moment with Rebecca Brazier, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Ida Wells was notorious in her time. She was a slave when she was born in 1862 in Holly Springs, Mississippi. But when the Civil War ended, she was able to begin attending school as a former slave through the Freedmen's Bureau. When she lost both parents to the yellow fever epidemic at the age of 16, she took a job as a teacher and moved to Memphis. After two incidents and when she was thrown off trains for sitting in the all-white sections, a circuit court judge ruled in her favor and awarded her $500, but his decision was later overruled by the Tennessee Supreme Court. Wells also worked as a journalist during this time, and after receiving death threats in response to her reporting of local lynchings, she moved north, first to New York and later to Chicago and continued to write and speak publicly about the ongoing racial violence in the South. Although not as well known as Dr. Martin Luther King, Wells is revered today as an important leader in the civil rights movement. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. And welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mac Jenkins. We're talking with Haley Kemp and uh, Jonathan McAllister and Damon Davis here, all of the office. We're talking about the career as a financial advisor. We're obviously talking about a career with financial advisor with Shoemaker Financial. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just a career that Mac and I have both been doing this quite quite some time. And uh, both in both situations, Mac, it's been our only career. Absolutely. It's only, I tell everybody, it's the only real job <laughs> real I've job. ever had. And, uh, you know, and again, I think that speaks because it is what we saw in our life that we wanted to do and uh, helping people. But, Haley, there is this report that comes out from usnews.com uh, about this fast-growing opportunity over the next decade. Tell me a little bit about that and how you couch that with uh, prospective people. Jim, this is one of the fastest growing occupations in the United States right now. Uh, the usnews.com said that over the next decade, it's projected to grow 27% uh, by the time it's t- uh, 2022, according mm. to the Labor Department. Now, that's, that's over the next decade, and we're in the middle of this decade going through this process by 2022. And that's, uh, you know, again, I can see that as we've got baby boomers aging. In fact, I just read a, a statistic that said 30% of the people today that are 50 or older are saying they're really not confident with their retirement planning. And so that's where we're seeing a lot of our people spending an enormous amount of time working with people in the retirement world. Or as those young guys, you've got a bunch of young guys coming out and they're working with a bunch of young couples, getting them started on the right track. And that is such an important thing to do. What are the skills when you start talking about with someone, what are the skills that you expect to kind of see in the interview process? Self-confidence is one. Uh, that's a, that's one that I can actually see in mm-hmm. one of the first interviews that I do. Uh, self-management, focused on learning. When I bring up the training process and the uh, series testing that they need to get, that's one thing that I pay attention to is what their reaction is to that. Mm, that's important. And the, uh, when you talk about relationship, what are you what are you looking for when you say you need to be a people person? Being able to communicate is probably the number one thing for this 
type of career. You have to be able to listen and communicate the ideas that you have for their position that they have. I like what you say, Haley, because I've heard you say this, not being afraid to jump on a treadmill running already at 15 miles an hour. It's it's just a fast moving career, isn't it? That's one of those things that I usually tell people in the first interview. You know, it's it's one of those you I'm terrified of getting on a treadmill when it's going already, (laughs) but you can't be terrified when you're starting this career. It's it's already going 20, 30 miles an hour. You can't slowly push that button up you actually have to get on it while it's going wow mac i mean do when you talk to people uh i guess i'm looking at jonathan again and damon and i guess uh, you know i know when you talk to people when they finally get to your desk in the interview process they've been screened and, and pretty strong i mean we're not just looking for anybody but there's a certain few that gets to the point where they're into your desk and what would I like for you to tell me that you saw with Jonathan or Damon, either one, that said, hey, I want to talk to these guys further. I want to dive into them. What are you What are you seeing that you're saying, hey, that's important? Yeah, one of the things, I mean, the, the recruiting team, starting with Haley all the way through, does a really good job. One of the things I'm looking for when they get to me is is passion. Do they, and that's, that's a tough thing for us to, to measure, but do they really want to do this? Mm. Again, are they looking for a, a paycheck? Bad job, great career. Are they willing to put the time, energy, and effort into it? And I asked some some probing questions of, you know, give me some examples of being a self-starter, self-motivation, because as Haley mentioned earlier, we're, we're not checking on them constantly. They have to make it happen. This is a career of pursuit, mm. and you are the one pursuing. You have to have the ability to walk up some, to someone you've never known. And one of the things I try to do, and I, I challenge all these guys to, is simply ask them what they do for a living. Mm. I try to ask everybody I run into what they do for a living. Number one, people like to talk about themselves, right. so it's kind of an icebreaker. And most of the time, out of courtesy, they'll then in turn ask you what you do. That's a great point. Jonathan, i got a question for you. What experiences made you want to become an advisor? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, I went through. We only have an hour, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sit back and strap in, Jim. Um, So I I was in college. I graduated from Mississippi State in 2011. Um, Was going through college, got really bored. Um, Actually ended up buying a small business while I was in Starkville my sophomore and junior year. Um, And started to see, and this was right as the market was downturning as well, started to see some financial troubles that my parents were going through personally and really how they had no one to turn to. Um, my dad had worked with some stockbrokers in the past and some insurance salesmen, but no one really that he could go to and say, okay, here's what's going on. What what do I need to do now? Mm. It be, and it, it ended up leading uh, to a bankruptcy for them in 2010. Um, and it's, you know, I think that's what really called me here. Um, and then the second thing was I, uh, my fiance works for a large Fortune 500 company. I love the independence of our job. Um, I love that at any given time, you know, I'm the one that's setting my own schedule. Mm. I'm in control of what I'm doing, and it's not someone that's telling me what to do. You're not there eight to five. It's more than absolutely. That. Yeah, it's eight to point. eight. All right, loaded question for you. Eight to eight. I like that. I like that. Write that down. He said right. that. Uh, a loaded question, but I think you'll give us an honest answer. Why'd you pick Shoemaker Financial? First and foremost, culture. Culture. Um, I can't. I when I graduated college, went to an insurance company here in town. Got a lot of good training. Um, a lot of it, though, was focused on what made the company profitable and not what helped the client. First and foremost, um, and 
two, we're spoiled. Um, we have a great support staff. We have great support systems and business systems in place. Um, as far as following up with a client, um, you know, the resources that we have in our advisor resource center, um, Paul Monte, who processes my business. Paul's uh, listening right now. I'm sure the whole office is going, hey, Paul. Boy, <laughs> I like that. Paul, Paul's got a ton of patience to deal with. Me. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and, and then the two guys in our three guys now in our planning department, Jason Frazier, Jeff Long and Nick Sowell. All CFPs. They are. Um, they add so much value to our firm that I'd say 95 percent of firms don't have the access to. Wow. That's a great point. That's great. When we come back, I want to ask you what you like most about the career. Damon, I want to ask you the same question. And Mac, you too, because, you know, I, I think it when, you, when we're in it as much as we are, we forget what is it that we like most about the career. So I really want to dive in that with you guys. You're listening to Talk Money. It's Friday morning. I'm Jim Shoemaker along with Mac Jenkins. we got Damon Davis, Haley Kemp, and Jonathan McAllister. We've been talking about traditional IRAs and... Roth IRAs, and then we got into a discussion about the, the career. And if you'd like to know more about the career, feel free to call Haley Kemp at 757-5757. Just ask her for an interview. She'll give you some insight on whether the career is suitable for you. And uh, that's always the thing you have to find out. And the good thing about it is what I appreciate is we will help you make a career decision and not just hire you and throw you against the wall. A lot of effort goes into selecting high-quality people, and we appreciate that. We'll be right back after we get to look at traffic and uh, weather from uh, all of the CBS affiliates. Have you thought about pursuing a career in financial services but have no experience in the industry and need training? If you are goal-oriented, highly motivated, and enjoy working with people, you have the skill set Shoemaker Financial is looking for. Shoemaker Financial is continuing to grow their team of financial advisors in the Mid-South, and they're ready with the training and tools you need to get started. With over 35 years of providing professional advice, quality products, and excellent service in the Mid-South, you too can now be a part of their growing firm. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, contact Contact Haley Kemp at 901-757-5757 or email at hkemp at shoemakerfinancial.com. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. By the way, just to remind everybody, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, this is Talk Money. Just go to Shoemaker Financial on Facebook. You can pick us up right there. And if you like the program, but you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole program or you just got into the second half, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. You can listen to the program sometime next week. Always want you to do that. Of course, we're talking with Haley Kemp, Mac Jenkins, of course, as co-host today, then Jonathan McAllister and Damon Davis. And uh, we've been talking about traditional and Roth IRAs, and we're into a discussion about this career and uh a career that I'm passionate about. Mac, you said you looked for people with passion. And I guess, guys, what I want to start with you, Damon, is what do you like most about this career that we've got with, you know, in the financial service industry? Yeah, Jim, one of the things uh, that, that, first of all, I want to start about Shoemaker Financial, as uh, Jonathan and I alluded to, Jonathan alluded to it earlier, uh, he came from another firm and as well as I did, and I also came from a firm in, in Georgia that, Jim and Mac allow Jonathan and I and the other advisors to actually do our job, to focus on the client and their needs. This is not product sales. We have built a culture. You have given us the support for our clients to allow us to do anything we need to do. We are non-proprietary at Shoemaker. Uh, We are not tied to any one fund. We will not push that on you. 
Uh, ultimately, your financial plan, your retirement is your decision. Um, so it's it's not in two or three weeks that we need to push a product right, on you. Right, that's good, yeah. It is a long process that we go through. It's financial advising. It is. Yeah, it's really looking for the client. Jonathan, what's your thoughts? Um, just like Dan said, planning first, product second. Um, but, I, you know, we are so blessed to be in this career. It gives us so much freedom. Um, and like Haley mentioned earlier, you know, one of the things that we always look for in a, in a candidate is a uh, – you know, I have to be a good communicator. Now, I, I generally think I am one. My fiance may disagree sometimes. <laughs> um, I know what my wife would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, for, for me too, it's you know, it's constantly striving to learn something new. It's constantly changing, constantly evolving. Um, we mentioned the IRS and the tax laws earlier. You know, one of the things that we every January first deal with is tax law change. So it's it's a it's a movement though, right? It's it's you know it's it's really what you're looking for. It's a career where you're involved in a lot of technical stuff, but it's all about people. It is, it is. Um, you know, one of the areas that I'm very blessed to deal with is veterinarians. Vets make up about 85 percent of my practice right now, and for them, integrating financial planning into graduating from school, paying off student debt, buying into a practice, then transitioning to selling that practice and how the employee benefits and all the taxes play into it is something that I really do enjoy working with. Jim, I'll sum it up in in really two things. Uh, I think our career gives you two freedoms. Number one, money freedom, and money is relative. You can make as much as you want to, but I think as important is time freedom. You get to choose your schedule, maybe not so much early on, but later on in life, if you want to be the dad who or mom who is very participative in your child's life or in the family life, you can do that. You're determining and you set your own schedule. So time freedom, money freedom, critical. Well, those are big, big statements. Haley, when you talk to someone, what do you say that you like most about the career? I would say the fulfillment of it. I was talking to one of the newer advisors the other day, and he said, you know, when he was meeting with one of his clients, He could tell when he walked in, he had a weight on his shoulders. And after he got done discussing what they could do with all of his money, what they could do with his retirement, he said when he walked out of our office, he could see that weight that was lifted. And that's probably the one thing. That is is a critical statement. I can remember just recently a conversation with a client. It's been a client for 30 years. We were going through the final stages of their plan. I mean, and and you could tell that that weight was there. He said, am I going to be able to do what I said I wanted to do years ago? I mean, actually, and I I hate to get into this, but, but the reality is both he and his wife in tears were not tears of anxiousness, but tears of joy saying, hey, we've accomplished what we said we were going to accomplish. That is so important to what we do. Well, again, if you just tuned in, I am Jim Shoemaker, along with Mac Jenkins, Damon Davis, Jonathan McAllister, Haley Kemp. We've been talking about the career. If you'd like to know more about the career, give Haley a call, 757-5757. Uh, Next week, I've got Jeremy Jones and David Rochester. We're going to dive into the real intricate parts about do you need a 401k and should you have one. And Jacob Norman will talk about student loans and college planning. Boy, that is so important, especially this time of the year when everybody's looking already at the fall. Haley Kemp has been here. She's the recruiting specialist at Shoemaker Financial. Jonathan McAllister and Damon Davis, both at Shoemaker Financial. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and we're here every week, every Friday, helping you Make the most of your money.
Jim Shoemaker, Mac Jenkins, Jonathan McAllister, and Damon Davis are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services Incorporated, securities dealer member FINRA SIPC. A registered investment advisor, Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Shoemaker Financial and Securian Financial Services do not provide tax or legal advice. Individuals should always consult their tax or legal professionals regarding their own specific situation.